Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd, and we start with local news. Tallgrass Meat Company, a small business in Columbia featuring meats and products from Tennessee Farms, will unexpectedly close its doors for good on March 3rd after operating for five years, despite rising in popularity and recognition along the way. Owner Casey Weber, who has led the charge in bringing locally raised and lightly processed meats to customers' hands at its brick-and-mortar store on Garden Street, said he realizes that many patrons and friends are surprised about the announcement. The popular meat store's closure comes on the heels of being named Small Business Startup of the Year in 2020 by the State Small Business Administration, Tennessee Department of Economic and Community Development, and the Tennessee Small Business Development Center. To many, Tallgrass Meat Company became a model of how a small business can not only survive but thrive during COVID-19. Despite economic hardships the country experienced, Tallgrass seemed to be a beacon of light in downtown Columbia. Nestled as one of the first stores anchoring a new wave of small businesses in the renovated shopping complex, New South Marketplace on Garden Street. Lime and Loaf, Needle and Grain, Grinder Switch Winery, and Little Juice Company also inhabit the shopping center. Last week, customers are flocking to the store to stock up on what's left of the local meat offerings from lamb chops to ground beef, cuts of chicken, and house-cured bacon by closing day March 3rd. A line of loyal customers filed out the door, spilling into the sidewalk following the announcement earlier this month. On February 8th, Kansas native Weber, who grew up on a family farm, made a sh- the shocking announcement on the shop's Facebook page. Weber explained in the post that being able to provide high-quality consistency to customers has been a struggle too great to overcome over the past few months for the growing business. Weber recently explained that he has been unable to employ enough workers to carry out the high workload. In addition, the business has absorbed much of his time away from his growing family of four children, a wife, and even a newborn. In fact, finding the words have been difficult, especially with all the great things that we have been able to celebrate over the last few months, Weber said. The recent weekends that we have taken off have only reinforced that Tallgrass cannot continue to exist as the customer butcher shop that it has been. While simultaneously providing the consistency to my customers and income and time for our employees and my family, he wrote. Weber thanked the community and loyal customers for their support as well as his family. Thank you to my friends and family for their sacrifices, both working and never seeing me, but still supporting me, he said. Thank you to our customers, my regular customers. You not only kept the lights on, but encouraged me at a depth of genuineness that is hard for me to fathom to this day. I never imagined the successes, the relationships built, the depth of kindness and graciousness, graciousness, graciousness in words of strangers and friends on difficult days, the volatility and survival, the solace of long hours, the pride and joy from preserving, and most of all, the appreciation of little things one could say the secret of life, he said. Tallgrass is not the only popular small business in Columbia to recently close. Juan D. Asian Fusion Restaurant and Walk and Grill, both family-owned, shut its doors soon after Christmas, despite community support due to decisions based on family. Goods at Tallgrass are available while supplies last. Their hours are from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. 
the shop is closed on Saturday and Sunday. Columbia's largest all-in-one family fun center is about to get even bigger, if you can believe it. For decades, Ten Pin Alley has served as a popular spot for all ages to engage in timeless and modern activities, such as bowling, teaming up for a game of laser tag, or getting the high score on one of its many games located in the expansive arcade zone. In 2019, Tenpin reopened after a brief hiatus for renovations, bringing a new steampunk theme to the indoor area, expanding its food menu and other upgrades. In 2020, the facility debuted a new indoor attraction to add to the mix, bumper cars. For 2023, Tenpin owners Derek and Brandy Ransom are preparing to turn their lights on Tenpin's outdoor area, with plans to add an 850-foot 20-car go-kart track, an 18-hole miniature golf course, and expanding the parking lot with an additional 65 spaces. There are also plans to upgrade the main building's exterior, making it more aesthetically appealing. Not to mention the upgrades will make Tenpin more visible to drivers along James Campbell Boulevard. We're excited about this, and it's been a long time coming, Derek Ransom said. Construction on all aspects of the project, the Ransom's hope, is estimated to be completed by the end of this year or early next year. However, the goal is to at least open the go-karts and mini-golf by the spring. This will, be also in, this will also include further renovations and expansions to the facility's gaming arcade to allow outdoor access to the new attractions. We're hoping we can get those attractions open by Mule Day because I want us to have a float in the parade, Brandy said. Go-karts and mini-golf are among the many great traditions found at these all-encompassing all entertainment stops. And while Tenpin's new additions are keeping those old traditions alive, they're doing so in a modern way, one that makes the equipment not only more efficient, but safer. For example, the go-karts used are powered by electricity, making them more environmentally friendly and less harmful compared to vehicles powered by gas. There's also a remote control safety feature in the event a driver spins out or gets stuck on the track. That's the big new thing, having electric battery technology, Derek said. You can do a lot with it, like pump in the sound. It's pretty impressive what you can do with these new cars, he said. Of the 20 cars available, 14 of them will be single rider, while the other six will be double riders, so an adult and child can ride together in a two-seater. The idea for bringing go-karts and miniature golf to Ten Pin Alley has been a dream for many years, the Ransoms say. But as with many major plans, projects, and developments, it was met with a few setbacks. The idea of expanding seemed like it could one day become a reality, that is, until the COVID-19 pandemic put a damper on many aspects of the business. However, it could have been a lot worse, considering so many other businesses were forced to close during that time. For a lot of businesses and a lot of other areas, they weren't able to overcome it. But we kind of were, Brandy said. We took all of the precautions, did all of the things, but business just continued to grow. Part of that is due to the growth in Murray County, but part of it, too, is the people discovering us who didn't even know we were here, she said. Overall, Tenpin remained closed for 52 days during the pandemic, which gave the Ransoms time to explore other ways to benefit the business, such as launching a Tenpin food truck. This not only brought a food aspect to the business, to the public, but has also turned out to be a useful resource for charity events, fundraisers, and nonprofit work. It's been a great way to support the community, because we send it to the schools a lot and to different events, Brandy said. One time, we even tried sending it over to the hospital, just trying different things to help out where we could, she said. 
Since returning to normal business life, the Ransoms say whatever setbacks they might have faced during the COVID pandemic had no lasting effects on Tenpin's continued success. If anything, business couldn't be better at the moment. We're doing better now than pre-COVID, and I think that's because people wanted to get out of the house and do something social and active, Derek said. That's really what's driving this here, that our business has amped up and that Murray County has a, as a whole is growing so much. It's pushing us to accelerate our plans to expand. With the new attractions, along with the planned parking lot expansion and building exterior upgrades, the Ransoms hope the project will bring new life to an already bustling family fun stop while creating new ways to have an all-in-one fun experience. We want to continue to grow with Murray County and be the one-stop shop for family entertainment, Derek said. That is our goal. Murray County firefighters are hosting their annual mulch sale fundraiser on March 4th at their Carters Creek Pike Station. On Saturday, March 4th, beginning at 8 a.m., locals can drive through Station 12 and purchase black, brown, or red mulch in support of Murray County fire personnel. This fundraiser will directly support and equip Murray County volunteer firefighters who serve our community. This annual fundraiser allows us to provide critical life-saving equipment for our amazing volunteers. Our members tirelessly serve all of Murray County. Your support is greatly appreciated, said Chief Peter Jensen of Station 12. We are excited to share that the Chief of Spring Hill Fire Department has ordered mulch for Spring Hill Fire Stations. Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt has ordered mulch and so many more community members. We appreciate the outpouring of support as a volunteer department. Events like this are essential to our ability to serve the community, he said. Last year, the fundraiser raised thousands for the department and allowed members to update their equipment. The event will also feature local food trucks. Murray County Fire Department is a volunteer fire department that has served Murray County residents since 1970. They provide essential fire and rescue services to over 600 square miles and 19,000 properties. This department is able to operate due to the support of Murray County citizens. If you can't attend the fundraiser, you can donate to Murray County Fire year-round at www.murraycountyfiretn.org. If you'd like to pre-order your mulch or have any questions about this event, you can email mcfdstation12 at gmail.com. Hosted by the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation and presented by First Farmers and Merchants Bank, the annual Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot will take place Saturday, April 1st at Riverwalk Park in Columbia. Proceeds from the 2023 Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot provide funding for Murray County Health's Mobile Medical Unit, which delivers health care services to at-risk and underserved individuals throughout southern Middle Tennessee by providing basic health screenings, education, and resources. A portion of the proceeds from the Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot will also support the Foundation's Wellness and Aquatic Center Healthy Living Endowment and the Columbia Parks and Recreation Department. In addition, the Murray County School, with the most participation in the event, will receive a donation to their PE program from the Foundation. The Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot is a great tradition for both Murray County and the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation that helps support our mission of providing important healthcare services for individuals who may not otherwise be able to obtain care, Foundation Executive Director Joe Kilgore said. We're excited to host the Mule Kick 5K and look forward to an exciting race. On Saturday, April 1st, the race will begin at Riverwalk Park in Columbia with an 8 a.m. start time for the 5K and a 9.15 a.m. start time for the One Mile Trot. Both runners and walkers are encouraged to participate. 
participants may register for the race online at runsignup.com forward slash mulekick 5k. The Mule Kick 5K has become one of the great annual events for Murray County, and we are honored to be involved again as presenting sponsor, said Brian K. Williams, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of First Farmers. We're thankful for the tremendous work of the Foundation in helping to serve the health care needs of others throughout our region, he said. In addition to presenting sponsor First Farmers and Merchants Bank, sponsorships ranging from $350 to $2,500 are still available for those who are interested in marketing, marketing exposure at this event. For additional information, contact the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation at 931-380-4075. To learn more about the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation, the Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot, or to make a direct gift to support the Mobile Medical Unit Fund, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash foundation. Rummage sale enthusiasts near and far are mar- marking their calendars for the upcoming annual Kiwanis Club of Columbia Yard Sale, one of the largest in Columbia, scheduled for February 25th at the Memorial Building in downtown Columbia. Held from 8 a.m. until noon, the yard sale will benefit Murray County Imagination Library, an initiative of the Kiwanis Club to improve reading in early school-aged children. The Imagination Library mails free books monthly to children in Murray County from birth to age 5, who are registered for the program. The yard sale has been a constant in the community for almost 19 years. Kwani and Dwayne Bagg, who has served as yard sale chairman on and off for 15 years, said for some, the yard sale marks one of the most anticipated community events of the year. It's a community event, Beck said. Some people have told me that the yard sale Saturday is their favorite day of the year. People come and find treasures. Some people in the antiques business buy their treasures and resell them. It's an amazing 24 hours. Donors help us fill the Memorial Building on Friday, and it's gone by noon the next day. Visitors can expect to find items such as household goods, furniture, knickknacks, books, glassware, sports equipment, toys, and much more. Imagination Library was started by Dolly Parton in her home county in East Tennessee as an early literacy effort. It has spread to all 95 counties in the state and several foreign countries, It was launched in Murray County in 2005, and the Kiwanis Club has been an annual supporter. This year's yard sale is dedicated to the memory of Doris Beck, Dwayne Beck's mother, and a devoted volunteer since the yard sale's inception, who died late last year. She was wife, mother, and grandmother to the Becks, and an accomplished seamstress who made dolls for newborns at her local church, Jackson Heights Church of Christ. An avid yard sale shopper herself, Doris Beck served as the yard sale's annual pricing specialist, which came in handy with all of her shopping experience, Dwayne Beck said. She loved yard sales and was always happy to participate for nearly 20 years. She loved to bargain, Beck said. Not only did she help with Kiwanis, but going to yard sales on Saturdays was one of her favorite activities. Beck remembers his mother spending hours the day before the annual yard sale placing stickers on hundreds of various items from household objects to antique furniture. She was a member of the pricing team and she'd be there all day Friday for set up helping to price items. Her longtime experience as a yard sale shopper was a great help in that effort, Beck said. Hundreds of shoppers are expected to visit the sale from all corners of South Central Middle Tennessee. There is always a line at the door about an hour before the sale begins. We have to say no early birds, please. We have a countdown and open the doors at the stroke of 8 a.m., Beck said. 
to donate. Bring any gently used household items and furniture to the parking lot behind the Memorial Building on Friday, February 24th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. The only clothing items accepted are winter coats. Items not accepted include clothes, other than winter coats, TVs, sleeper sofas, computers, printers, and monitors. What the Qantas Club does not sell on Saturday, they will donate to the Lions Club, which holds a yard sale of their own later in the year. It's a great recycling event. We are keeping stuff out of the landfill. One man's trash is another man's treasure, Beck said. Join Murray Alliance and Breakfast Rotary for their annual State Eggs and Issues event. This event features a panel discussion and Q&A with Senator Dr. Joey Hensley, Representative Scott Sapicki, and Representative Kip Capley. The event will take place on February 21st from I'm sorry February 24th from 6:45 to 8 a.m. at the Memorial Building located at 308 West 7th Street in Columbia. Tickets are $20 for members and $25 for non-members and include breakfast. To submit a question or topic in advance for consideration, please email nperry@murrayalliance.com. For more information about the event, contact Murray Alliance at www.murrayalliance.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Harry David Underwood, 90, a retired teacher, principal, and coach at Santa Fe School, Kalioka Unit School, and Spring Hill School, died Friday, February 17th at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Underwood will be conducted on Wednesday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Lidwood Cemetery. Mr. Victor C. Beck, Sr., 94, a resident of Columbia, passed away on Sunday, February 19th at Life Care Center of Columbia. Funeral services for Mr. Beck will be conducted Wednesday, February 22nd at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 1 p.m. until service time at the funeral home. Mr. Christopher Lynn Brock, 62, an employee of Graphic Packaging International and a resident of Williamsport, died unexpectedly Sunday, February 19th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Brock will be conducted Thursday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 4 to 8 p.m. at the funeral home. Mr. Frick Hodges Hickman, 74, a real estate agent for Caldwell Bankers and Barnes died Tuesday, February 21st at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Hickman will be conducted Saturday at 11 a.m. at First United Methodist Church in Columbia. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. 
At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia, since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have increased winds through the day today with showers this afternoon. We will have near record temperatures with a high of 78 degrees. Winds will be out of the south-southwest at 20 to 30 miles per hour. The chance of rain, 40%. Tonight, we can expect light rain early, then remaining cloudy with showers overnight. The low will be 64 degrees with winds out of the south-southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour. The chance of overnight rain, 80%. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, friends. This is Brian King from Tennessee Children's Home. Thank you seems appropriate for this time of year. At Tennessee Children's Home, we have even more to be thankful for this year. We have a new campus and have moved in. We've been overwhelmed by the support you have given us to the move to the new campus. Please continue to support us as we try to pay off this debt. Please go to our website, tennesseechildrenshome.org, for more information. This is Brian King from Tennessee Children's Home. 
I can go from zero to 60 way too fast. <laughs> Who knew electric vehicle owners were having so much fun? 20 or 30 years ago, I owned a, a gas sports car, and this car is much quicker. It's a great, fun car to drive. When you put your foot on the accelerator, it just goes. They're fun, they're fast, they're efficient. Visit driveelectrictn.org to learn how you can start having fun driving an electric vehicle. Sponsored by the East Tennessee Clean Fuels Coalition, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Natisha Brooks, a former educator and self-described Christian conservative constitutionalist, recently announced her campaign for Nashville mayor. The campaign will focus on increasing funding and resources for mental health initiatives working within the police force and schools. We need a mayor that can work with the state legislature to secure funding for those programs, Brooks said. Brooks also wants to see increased funding to grow Nashville's police force and reduce response times. She said property taxes in Davidson County are too high, noting some residents who own their homes are not able to afford property taxes as home values increase. We want people to know you can make it in Nashville, Brooks said. We don't want people to feel like they can't afford to live in Music City. Her other areas of interest include improved transit, particularly for commuters from nearby suburbs, and ramping up Nashville's homelessness response. Previously, Brooks campaigned to represent Tennessee's 5th Congressional District in the U.S. House of Representatives, but lost in the Republican primary on August 4th. Brooks retired from her role as director of the Brooks Home School Academy last year. Her education career includes work at Hillsborough High School and time as an educator in Orange County, Florida. Brooks is part of a growing field of candidates for the 2023 mayoral election, several of whom have launched campaigns after current Nashville Mayor John Cooper announced he would not run for a second term. Other candidates include Metro Council members Sharon Hurt and Freddie O'Connell, economic development veteran Matt Wilcher, former Alliance Bernstein Chief Operating Officer Jim Gingrich, Tennessee State Senator Jeff Yarbrough, and former Nashville School Board member Fran Bush. May 18th is the qualifying deadline for the August 3rd election. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Columbia's own 7th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Tournament returns March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex. Come see the Lady Volunteers face off against Austin P. starting at 5.30 p.m. Opening game, Columbia State versus Motlow College at 1 p.m. Food trucks on site and parking is free. Tickets are $10 and sold exclusively online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Or check out the City of Columbia Parks and Recreation today. The Midstate Classic, March 15th. See you at the game. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Enchantment abounds in a magical 2023-2024 HCA Healthcare TriStar Health Broadway at TPAC season, presented in partnership with Nissan and filled with the hottest titles direct from New York and on tour. Featuring six Nashville premieres, including a two-week engagement of the Tony-nominated best musical Disney's Frozen, Mrs. Doubtfire, based on the beloved film and directed by four-time Tony Award winner Jerry Zaks, Funny Girl, featuring one of the greatest musical scores of all time, the Tony Award-winning reimagination of Bob Dylan's legendary songs and Girl from the North Country, the inspiring story of the queen of rock and roll, Tina, the Tina Turner musical, and Beetlejuice, a the Broadway smash hit based on Tim Burton's dearly beloved film. The 2023-24 Broadway at TPAC lineup also includes the highly anticipated return of Wicked, the sensational untold true story of the Witches of Oz, and the Tony Award-winning musical comedy Hairspray. In addition, TPAC will have two limited engagement presentations, including The Cher Show, the Tony Award-winning musical featuring 35 of Cher's hit songs, and Annie, the timeless classic that has reminded theatergoers for decades that sunshine is always right around the corner. To purchase tickets, season tickets, and review the full benefits, pricing, and seat map, visit tpac.org forward slash Broadway. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe. 